The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great. I am Dave Alexander along with uh, uh, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Brock, hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? you? you uh, he's got an interesting story to tell that's about getting a review. But let's introduce the rest of the cast today. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. How are you doing, Joel? Good afternoon. How are you doing? And you are going to talk about what today? We're going to talk about generators. Generators. <laughs> that's right. You know what's funny? <laughs> Joel, on this show, is kind of like locked into this whole generator thing, which is fine. It's your product. Yeah. But I, I just assume that if we invited you to the dinner party... You wouldn't just talk about generators. We'll talk whatever, uh, what do you want to talk about? All right. He's a well-rounded <laughs> fellow. But he, but if you've got a question about generators or if you've lost the power recently in your house, it's happened on my block. Yep. Um, and we were counting it down. We're, we're, we were going to look on the internet and find out how long the stuff in the freezer lasts, <laughs> right? Yeah. Except there was no power to the router. So we couldn't get the internet. Okay? You with me here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we were saying, just keep that door closed. Don't open it. Also, Eddie Cassinet of the Kitchen Casanova. How you doing? Doing great. Enjoying His... this cooler weather. Yeah. Uh, yeah today's a beautiful day. It. It's yeah. nice. Is it? Is it less humid? Yes. It is. Good, I, I good breeze. Even, haven't paid yeah. attention, but yes. Have you been outside recently? I did. No, not recently. Yeah, you've been here a while now. 10 o'clock this morning I walked in, but, you know, it, it's one of these. Thursday definitely hot. <laughs> you know what I find funny is when uh, I walk out in the kitchen in the morning and the sliding glass window has got all this moisture on it, and yep. I know it didn't rain. Yep. Yeah. We're talking about some major humidity. But, mm. yeah, go ahead and call us up if you've got a question for – any three of these guys, not me, but any of these guys, 919-860-9783. You could, in fact, ask me a question, but it'd be a waste of your time and ours. Uh, but go ahead and call. Joel Worsham, comfort first, heating and cooling, but also, you're probably tempted to add that to your shirt, heating, cooling, and whole house generator. That's right. We actually we actually talked about changing our shirts just for the uh generator side of the business. Yeah. And uh I ordered some shirts and they came out fluorescent orange and it wasn't the color that I picked <laughs> and so I really don't want to wear them cuz it looks yeah. like I'm uh you know hunting hunting in the woods but I'm, I'm not in the woods. <laughs> see, it's funny. I was thinking I was thinking roadside uh directing traffic. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 fella. <laughs> He's he's on work release, uh, doing picking up the <laughs> side of the road. All right, so tell me about a uh, whole house generator. I originally had this notion that you know there's two two battery cables, you know, like jumper cables. Mm-hmm. I got you know the things fail in the house. I'm going to go put them to posts. Oh no! no inside no. a box inside my shed. Yeah. No, no, no. These are these are whole home generators with an automatic uh, transfer switch or an ATS is what we call it in the industry. Yeah, it's a a wire a permanent wired installation uh, that we do that uh, basically is the brains of the of the generator. It tells it when you've lost power and when you haven't. Uh, you know when power is restored. Yeah. And then the generator automatically starts up and and uh, transfers power. Is it a loud thing? 
it's not as loud as what people think. Uh, you know, I tell customers, imagine you have a landscape company coming to your house and, yeah. and they're using those industrial joystick lawnmowers. Mm-hmm. That's about what it sounds like. And okay. not, they're not, not as, not as loud as what you would f- think your, uh, your Lowe's portable seven and a half KW generator would yeah. be actually a lot quieter than that. Uh, but it is an engine and so you can't hear it. Uh, so we take that in consideration of placement. Right. Uh, and, and, and usually, uh, depending on the location and sizing of home and in, in the city of Raleigh where the, the zoning department allows us to put the generator, yeah. uh, we put it in a spot and you, you can't even hear it in the house. I mean, obviously we don't want to put it outside your bedroom window right. uh, where you're sleeping at night because, you know, as you know, and how many times have we lost power in the middle of the night during yeah, a storm? We do. Uh, yeah. We don't want to wake you up with a with a generator running, but they're not as they're not as loud as what people think. They're not as loud as the towable generators. I can I can definitely yeah. tell you that. Yeah. We have to use the towable generators when we're doing dry ice remediation. You know, mold remediation. Those things are pretty loud. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah. can hear them around the block. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking. It, you know, this is weird, but I'm thinking of the neighbors showing up with ice cream <laughs> because they're going to know how I got it. Yeah. Okay. We, and you, it's running. That's some of the best. Uh, lead source or advertisement that yeah. you can have is when you are in a subdivision or in a neighborhood and uh, we have our generator truck out there with the generator trailer and we're we're using the equipment to bring that generator in next thing you know the following week you're going out to the neighbor's house and quoting them a generator because i can tell you it, it's keeping yeah. up with the joneses and that's a, that's a nice that's a nice thing it only takes one power outage before you realize well why is a guy on the end of the street, all his lights on, yeah. and my yep. aren't, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that yeah. question about all the meat in the freezer. Well, it was off for a day. Hmm. Do I keep the meat that was in the freezer that got to whatever temperature and then get, that it froze again? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, when in doubt, throw it out, what <laughs> my mom right. used to say. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Your mom was a smart woman. Yeah. Eddie Casanova, the Kitchen Casanova, will get into why he's the Kitchen Casanova in a, in a moment. It's not as romantic as it sounds. It's really not. It has more to do with food. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. to cook. And, uh, you know, the tagline is fall in love with your kitchen. Oh, oh fall in nice. love. I'm, uh, I'm a senior fellow now. Um, I, AARP sending me stuff all the time. <laughs> And they're, they, every year they wish me a happy birthday. Thanks a lot, AARP. But I, for a while there, I actually had to be in a wheelchair. Yeah. Okay. My house is totally unsuited for that. Right. You do something called aging in place. Well, I am aging in place. But <laughs> you I also are, yes. do renovations for those that would like to age in place. Yeah. So, and what does that involve? Well, it makes your house accessible in the event that you are in a wheelchair or you have some ailment that, you know, you need better access to cabinetry or mm-hmm. if you have a bad back and you don't want to have the dishwasher too low, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot of modifications that can be customized to your ability to stay in that home longer, whether it be a, an elevator, a chairlift. Uh, level entry to a shower, wider doorways. You know, uh, there's a, a lot of things to think about in I've, terms of staying in that home longer. I've seen a kitchen sink cut so that a person in a wheelchair can roll right up to it mm-hmm. and do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's genius. I couldn't do that. 
Well, think about how many family members we've had over the years that when they get to a certain age, they have to move out of the home they've been in for a long time to address Eddie's point. You know, aging in place, do you want to leave your longtime house because the wheelchair can no longer get into the kitchen? Right. Or do you want to be able to expand the doorway so you can still utilize that house? So without spending the money to move. You know, you can reinvest that money into your home and age in place. That's a brilliant tagline. I love that. Mm-hmm. What's the that uh, nice. What's the cabinet option? I mean, I can't reach up to the top of my cabinets as it is. Well, there's there's items that we can put in your upper cabinets that you can reach and pull down. It's on a rotating arm. Yeah, there are push button that. You can push a button and have doors open. Holy yeah. smokes. Now we're getting fancy. <laughs> now you're getting there. <laughs> all right. I got, I got a question for you. Have you considered at all uh, the television that comes from nowhere? Oh, yeah. You have? Well, we've put them in. You put them in? Well, what, we have a custom cabinet shop, so you can have a TV that recesses down into a cabinet and disappears. Yeah. Oh, my wife would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I just – I want it for the for the for that moment when you have everybody over for the game. Just so you can rise it up with the music playing. Push them up. bump it up, bump it up, bump it up. I like it. But you can, you can build a house uh, – for instance, bathrooms are a hazard. For yeah. folks like me, I slip easily. I fall easily. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got the little suction cup thingies, grab bars, grab bars. Yep, that's ridiculous. Makes it look terrible. Okay. They have some really nice ones now. Some permanent grab bars that don't look like they got suction cups on. Yeah, you can you can get grab bars that act as towel bars or paper holders or things like that. So yeah. it dis- it's disguised, but oh, they yeah. have the strength to use them as a grab bar. See, if I grab my towel bar now, I'm going all the way to the ground. Yeah, it'd be absolutely. nice to have a reinforced yeah. towel bar. Yeah, that'd be nice. And I know that the shower curtain bar won't operate as a grab bar. I kn- <laughs> don't ask me how I know, but I've tested it. It don't work. All right. If we you've can got do one that you can do chin-ups on if you want. Chin-ups. <laughs> yeah. That's a visual I wouldn't like. Let invite the listener to, to enjoy, but there you go. 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. Call up and ask either Joel of Comfort First Heating and Cooling about uh, the uh, whole house generators or Eddie Cassinet of the Kitchen Casanova about any kind of remodeling uh, from Distinctive Remodeling. And if you want to throw a uh, an insulation question, or a, uh, a question about uh, the crawl space to uh, Brock. We're going to do that, too. 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great. I'm Dave Alexander. He is Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. That is true. I don't know why I would pause at that moment. I don't know. (laughs) Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling and Eddie Casanave, the Kitchen Casanova from Distinctive Remodeling. You want to tell this story now, Brock? I can. Yeah, we can. Well, you know. Each week we've we've discussed one of the one of the smartest ways to go shop for a company, right? Yeah. And I tell people always go read the reviews of that company, right? Um, you you learn a lot about a company just off based off of the reviews. Sure. But every once in a while, you run into one of those 
one of those not-so-great reviews, which, unfortunately, this week, my company, Triangle Radiant Barrier, got our first one-star review, which is not something someone would normally boast about, and I'm definitely not boasting about it. But I want to put things into perspective, okay? So, for example... We have a policy with our company. If you reach out to our company, you have to give us your phone number to schedule an appointment. We didn't normally have that policy. However, last year, um, we had a homeowner that reached out to us, gave us their address, uh, did not give their phone number. So we were not able to confirm any information, and, and I went out there to do an inspection on the crawl space. When I knocked on the door, nobody answered. Uh, so I went down into the crawl space and started the inspection. Well, a few minutes later, the homeowner, justifiably so, came out of his front door with a, a loaded pistol in his hand. Oh, man. It was, who are you? Why are you here? Why are you under my house? And yeah. luckily for me, you know, I'm in a wrapped car, you know, company car, and I've got company clothes on. I said, well, hold on. You know, we were reached out to. This was the information we were given. He said, that's yeah. not me. That ah. is not this house. So we, we made a rule then, like any business owner, we're trying to avoid these things from happening in the future. So yeah. we made a rule, uh, rule then if you reach out to our company, uh, we need a phone number because we need to be able to confirm with you when we're on our way out there. We need to confirm that the information we have is accurate. Mm-hmm. So the one-star review we got this week is not even from a customer we did work for. <laughs> this is a customer who reached out to us via email and wanted us to do a – do an inspection, and um, my office manager responded back very professionally. Absolutely, we can help oh, you sure. out. You know, just we need your phone number, and the customer refused. Now, yeah, to a business owner, that's kind of a red flag. Um, so my my office manager reached back out. I'm sorry that you feel that way, but we do need a phone number, and uh, she refused again. And we said, well, then we're not going to be able to help you. Well, yeah. we got a one star scathing review off of that. Not all not all the reviews out there are great. Not all of them are bad. But yeah. read the reviews for the company. You're going to learn a lot about the professionalism of the company, good or bad, of what to expect from that company. Yeah. It's just well, the, the way the business goes. You know, the truth of it, I'm sure if I read that review, <laughs> I would be able to read between the lines and say, nope. You can't fix that. The, this it's it's not it's not Brock. It's not the company. It's it's the lady typing it out. There's no, a, there's nobody's perfect. Out there. Yeah, there are a few out there. Nobody's perfect. But you want to read the good. You want to read the bad, uh, and hopefully that'll guide you to pick a company you're comfortable with. Yeah. So Joel of uh, Joel Worsham Comfort First Heating and Cooling is here. You call him up for a question nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. So I've got a question for him. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. How do you calculate the size of a generator needed for a particular house? And that's a good question. So we have a, a data sheet. Uh, we actually have two different programs. Uh, we actually do a longhand longhand method that is uh, determined through the National Electric Code. That you're, you're going to have to have required for any permit or anything that you're pulling for that. Um, and also with our uh, generator manufacturers. Uh, we actually have a uh, engineer PDF file that is going to be on the computer. So we have two two methods that we're going to double check ourselves. Uh, but we're going to go out there and we're going to look at the square footage of your home. Uh, we're going to determine the heating source load, uh, heating source load or air conditioning load. Uh, we're going to determine your water heater size, uh, cooking appliances. Uh, we take all those factors in. I mean, some people even have exterior garages that have 
an air compressor and a, maybe a little small welder or something like that out there. That we take all those numbers and uh, put them in a put them in a mathematical equation, uh, and basically it comes out says this is what the kilowatt load is for your house at at, at normal power situation. Okay, and then what we do is we figure out what can we use, uh, what load management uh, technology, a load management method uh, that we can use that partners with that generator so that we can get you in a generator that's affordable, uh, that's not too oversized for practicality. Or undersized. Or undersized. That's right. And, And then we allow those load management devices to work with the uh, priority that you find as a homeowner that is important to you. Not what's important to me, not what's important to your neighbor, but what's important to you. Do you mean shutting off lights in some part of the house, or do you mean um, not operating the refrigerator, or what what would you do? What are the variables in load management? Well, what we're going to determine is, first of all, we want the lights, the refrigerator, the freezers, the well pump. Yep. The sewer grinder. We want them to come on immediately when the generator is fired up. Oh yeah. Uh, we're we're looking at. Do I need my upstairs air conditioned to come on immediately, or can I yeah. just have my downstairs AC as my top priority? Um, right. Do I need uh, Do I need my wall oven uh, that as my right. top priority, or right. can I can I maintain cooking with just my my cooktop or my freestanding range? Or do you so, need that welder? To, to or, weld while you're out of power. Or do you, that's right. Or, if, you know, if you're working from home, do I need, you know, most importantly, do, what do I need to work? What do I need to function at home if I'm losing I power know. during the I, day? I, the television, the <laughs> toilet, the yeah. refrigerator, and maybe Internet. Yeah. No, there's somebody saying, as screaming at the radio, no, I want to be able to run my kiln. Yeah. You, I want to run my electric kiln. I'll tell you a funny story. We did yeah. a generator two and a half weeks ago in Hope Mills. Yeah, uh, very hot down there. But we did, and and the lady had a pottery kiln in a accessory building on outside back in her she shed, and yeah. uh, you know I put it on a load management, and the uh, electrical inspector come out there and he said, you know, in electrical terminology, when the generator's fired up, is that uh, locking out or cutting off the pottery kiln? And I said no. He said, well, yeah. that, you're going to have to show me the load. And I showed him the load. I said, we actually, she doesn't cook. So <laughs> we, we locked out We locked out her oven. Yeah. So she could, But she is a crass person, a hobbyist, a, a person that goes and takes her artwork. to. And she had a pottery kiln. She wanted to be able to function. And her, the biggest thing was if she has something in the kill while it was – Right. Cooking, I guess you could yeah. call it. Yeah. And a power failure, I guess you can't just fire that back up because it's the, the, the heat source has changed and the pottery could crack. Or, interesting. So, I, you know, it was a very interesting uh, conversation to have. But I took all that in consideration when I did the load on that. <laughs> That's on that. so cool. And that, what, what's neat about that is how, how you can customize this. Yeah. I mean, every customer is going to have different things that they that they put up at the top of their list. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is what's yeah. most important. We, so. had, we had a customer that has a, a farm in Johnston County. Yeah, um, houses quite a bit off the road, kind of you know I, I call the Dallas Ranch of uh, people from the eighties. Sure, yeah, remember that South Fork, isn't it? Yeah, that South Fork mm-hmm. had electric gate at the front of the entrance, you know where the house is, not where the farm is, but where the residence, where we're putting the generator. Yeah, but because of the distance, uh, the power company had actually 
put its own separate meter at at the road. And uh, we put a generator in for him. Yeah. And he calls me up and he said, Joel, he said, I got one problem. I uh, said, what's that? He said, the house works great when I have power, but we can't leave unless I have to get out of the car and go hit the emergency release and then slide the gate. He said, but when it's raining, yeah, sure. I don't want my wife to do that, and I don't want, I don't want to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. He said, so what can we do? Uh, I said, well, <clears throat> you know, what we can do is, unfortunately, I said, we're going to have to, you know, trench in some electrical from the house down the side of the driveway yep. and, and get it on the house panel. You know, they have solar powered ones now and they do, they do have solar. (laughs) Basically what I suggested him to do was to call his gate company first and find out. So that's exactly what they, uh, they end up going with. I don't think they've done it yet, but I think that's what he's going to go to. Good advice. Yeah. I don't live in Southport or the Southwick or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't live on a plantation. South Fork. Right. I don't live on a ranch like that and getting out of the property. Would never be an issue for me. <laughs> okay, but, but the whole idea—well, I don't want to get wet. Yeah, I don't. We put it's a, a different gen- world. We put a uh, custom wine cellar in for a customer of mine, and he had us install a backup generator for the refrigeration system for the wine. Yeah, he, nothing else. Well, he did the kitchen refrigerator and the wine cellar is all he wanted to hook mm-hmm. up to that generator. I, yeah. It makes sense. I Which, think wine, if it gets warm, is that's the uh, whole idea. It's well, get, and he had a lot of cool. money in that wine. I was yeah. going to say most people that have that have some good uh, wine. It's very not the good. stuff <laughs> they got down <laughs> yeah, at the, the food not, lion. Not it's something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, boys. You you have no idea what happens to Mogan David at about seventy three degrees. It's it's just terrible. All right, listen. This is making your home great. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, Eddie Casanova, the Kitchen Casanova, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Making your home great. Saturdays at 2 on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. And the telephone lines are open 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Uh, Dave Alexander here. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is in studio as he is every week. Thank you. You're welcome. He's uh, <laughs> ain't ready to talk about uh, your crawl space issues, um, any mold remediation, or the uh, radiant barrier that you might want to put up in the attic. Yeah, so, you know, if you're not finishing the attic, if you don't have plans to finish the attic space and convert yeah. it into living space, radiant barriers is definitely the best option, right. um, best bang for your buck. Uh, if you plan on finishing your attic space, there's a bunch of different insulations that are code requirement that would be needed in the event you wanted to do a finished space, which actually brings me to another point. I've been sitting here rifling through Eddie's webpage here, and one of the things that stands out to me is he's the 2018 award winner for best attic. Okay. So, the, <laughs> so this is interesting to me. Obviously, distinctive remodeling. These guys do a lot of kitchen remodeling, but it also appears they can – Turn your attic into living space. And I have so many customers that reach out to me and say, we want to convert our attic into living space. Do you know anyone that can convert our attic? Eddie, what are the challenges? Well, headroom's a challenge. Access is a challenge if they don't have a walk-up attic. Yeah. We have to find a place to put a set of stairs. That's usually a big challenge. Um, Keeping it cool. So we call Brock to come and look at putting the radiant barrier or spray foam or some combination thereof. Yeah. Um, Because I have worked 
you know, back when I had a tool belt and was doing attics myself, right. I used a, a radiant barrier. It would be the first thing I put up there if I was doing this in the summertime. Yeah. And it would drop the temperature in the attic 10 to 12 degrees. Easy. And wow. make it easier for us to work up there while we were doing the framing. <laughs> you would put it up temporarily? No, I'd, no, I'd put it up s- first. Put it up first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Um, but, yeah, there's – you know – there's a lot of challenges that go into any remodel project, so you just have to plan it out properly and design things properly and ask a lot of questions. Most of the time that you're taking on a project of that size, whether you're finishing off an attic space or, or redoing a kitchen, you're having to get multiple contractors. Yeah. Okay, you have the electrician, you have the plumber. In order to finish your attic space, in most cases, you have to upgrade the HVAC because mm-hmm. typically the air conditioning unit that's already in the home is not large enough to, to take on that kind of capacity. Well, with a company like Eddie's, Distinctive, yeah. you're, you're just calling Eddie. Yeah. And Eddie has all the guys that are able to get out there and do a full remodeling project, kind of like a general contractor. The difference between Eddie and most general uh, general contractors that I deal with, Eddie actually knows what he's talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of these GCs, a lot of these GCs, they wow. sub out these guys to come in and talk about this stuff. Yeah. Eddie can have the whole conversation with you and then bring in the right people <laughs> to get it done. Okay, so the option to bring in one of those general contractors that uh, Brock knows <laughs> be on them. the show yeah. be on the show just went to zero. <laughs> well, Eddie, t- talk to me about this aging in place. Doorways are an issue. Yes, and that's a simple, relatively simple fix. You know, because the the standard width for a bathroom doorway in Raleigh, North Carolina, back yeah. from the beginning of time until the late 80s was 24 inches. Yeah. And you can't get a wheelchair through a 24-inch door. Noticed it right away, yes. You know, but a lot of people, that's critical for bathrooms, kitchens, yeah. hallways, things like that. But you don't think about the closet. Every closet door it's narrow was too narrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> Real narrow. Oh, and the, the um, other and thing deep. is, yeah, well, how about this? They all open in, which makes sense, I guess or at least in my house they do, well, that eats up several inches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a 24-inch doorway right. is really only 22 inches That's wide. Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing if your bathroom and you're in a wheelchair and you're once you get in there with the bathroom, the door's and you, in the way. Yeah. You, can't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, my, my bedroom, master bedroom and master bath, I'm putting that in quotation marks, um, you have one door that swings one way and another door that swings the other way. And essentially, you've got to go in the room with your wheelchair, turn around, close the first door, and then open the second one. It doesn't matter if you can't visualize it. The point is nobody planned for this. Right. What can we do? We busting out walls? We making that wider? Well, anytime we do any time of any type of remodel, we look at those types of items and try to fix them while we're doing a different project. They may call us for a kitchen, but, yeah. we, but we may open doorways to get to that kitchen oh, that's smart. while mm-hmm. we're there in that room. That's so yeah. smart. If we do a bath renovation, we're relocating or widening that door to get in that bathroom, and sometimes that bathroom leads to a closet, and right. we, we do all of those while we're doing other projects. Can you put in a packet door? Is that what it's a called? Pocket a pocket door. door. Pocket door yep. that slides? 
we can. We yeah. just usually have to move a lot of things to do that. I understand but, that. But yeah. it can be done. Yeah, pocket doors, typically you have to open up the wall most yeah. of the time because you have to put the frame for the sure. pocket door in there. But it can run flush, and that's one of the cool things about the pocket doors. When it's yeah. open all the way, you've really opened the frame of the door as wide as it can possibly be. Yeah. So getting in and out with a wheelchair becomes a lot easier. I got a question. Do you do barn-style doors? Oh, yeah. We even make My wife make absolutely has been drilling me <laughs> about getting one of them between our kitchen and our and our living room, great room, okay. you know. And, uh, I, yeah, you know, my great-great-grandpa. Uh, what, what do I call it? The Joanne and, uh, you know. The Gaines. The Gaines syndrome or yeah, whatever, you know. And Chip I'm, and Joanna. Yeah, and, Chip and Joanna. And I'm like, I, she's like, you can do that, right? And I'm like, uh that's not my specialty. Well, it's, it's actually easier to do barn doors than it is pocket doors because you don't have to move electrical outlets or, That's right. or things like that. Or I'm definitely, definitely going to be keeping you in mind on our, See, the, this project. Old farmers look at that and they, they just laugh. Yeah. They yeah. laugh and just say, guys, you're putting it. That barn door was a bar, in a barn. Yeah. It was to keep the horses in, yeah. not for, not for decorations. I, I, I love them too. Is I love it is do you? I take it as uh, no projects too small for you, and the, but no projects too yes, big. Is no that proje- right? No project too big, but there are too small projects for us at, mm-hmm. at the at the level that we're at right now. Yeah. It. I. But I know a ton of people, and I yeah. can refer folks for That's smaller good. stuff. That's good. Yeah, do it's you, always good to know that. Do you have like a particular distinctive remodeling style that all your projects look like? No. Good. No, we we cover the the full gamut of we interview our clients and find out what their style and their tastes are. Yeah, and, and then we adapt and and make it theirs, not ours. Well, I mean, yeah. you have a design team, right? Yeah, you're you're have. able to actually show them digital, kind of like you you see on yeah. TV, like the computer. Oh yeah, yeah. So they can they can kind of pick what they want before the work is started. So yeah, more three D or four D, whatever you want to call it, dimensional, yeah. where they can. That's that is that's so cool. helpful. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. All right. So Eddie Casanay of the Kitchen Casanova of Distinctive Remodeling, and Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Joel's talking about. Whole house generators. Mm-hmm. Talk me into this. I don't have a big house, and I don't have, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not the Howells or the, the or the, uh, you know, I'm not, not real one rich. Hour, one day tour or three hour tour. Um, if, if, but I, I'll tell you where yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm in a neighborhood where the prices are going up mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the houses. Nothing we did. We're just lucky enough, mm-hmm. and. I'm going to sell in about five years. Mm-hmm. Is this smart to what, put in a whole house generator? So I'll, I'll answer you. I'm not in the real estate market, yeah. right? So generators do provide a selling value. Okay. Uh, I do not know exactly if they bring a, uh, a cost of, you know, increase to your home because of generators. That's something you would have to kind of talk to your, your realtor about. Right. Um, but I have been told that it is a it is a selling perk uh and and i've also been told if it's a, a newer installation uh it does uh you do regain the value of investment that you put into it i was going to say if if i was shopping for a home right now and i had two houses in mind and one yeah. has a whole house generator and the other one doesn't i mean i know which one i'm, I'm going yeah. for right? yeah mm-hmm. so it, it might not 
increase value, but right. it, it definitely is not a deterrent <laughs> That's right. when you're trying to sell your house. Yeah. If anything, it's the other way around. You know, the other thing, too – sorry, Brock. The other thing, too, is, you know, most of our customers are the $80,000 or less income, total home income. Really? That's right. So multiple reasons why. Generators are more affordable. Uh, the type of dealer that we are, we offer great financing options. Uh, we have, you know, multiple options of financing that can give the customer some, uh, you know, choices of what they want to spend, what yeah. their budget is. Yeah. But our typical generator installation, uh, just to give you a number, um, if you do financing, I mean, you're talking about putting a, a 20 kW whole home generator in there for $142 a month. Very affordable. 142. Very affordable. I can afford that. I was going to yeah. say that's less than the insurance on my truck, so that's not too yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, that's man. just some of the, that's just some no, of the that... different options that we have out there. But you know, eighty percent of our customers are doing financing. Yeah. Not you know because we uh, have that financing options on our HVAC side, uh, we're able to do that on our generator side as well. Do me a favor. Don't tell my wife. Because <laughs> if it's you, I you just can did. Put, oh, you did. Yeah, you're right. Ah, luckily, she never listens to my radio. Actually, this is a no. It's good. We should we should talk about this. Yeah, that this is a purchase that is not out of the question for middle class, hundred and seventy thousand yeah. dollar homes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean everybody's putting in the houses from the three hundreds in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful thing. Yeah. But that's not my house. Yeah, we're we're putting in generators for houses that are forty thousand dollars up to really? you know two million dollar homes, three million dollar homes. I mean, we the size of the home and the income it, it doesn't matter. We're going to provide you the service if you want a generator. We have a generator that's sized accordingly for what your need is. And you know, as we talked about earlier, every every customer's different. Mm-hmm. What happens if you have a your elderly mother lives there. That's and, right. And she has medical equipment that needs to be on at all times. Yep. Or, or you know, there's there's tons of reasons that you need to be able to make sure you can maintain electricity. That's right. My wife works for a company that is international. Mm-hmm. She has she literally asks the the Siri to tell her what time it is in Paris. Mm-hmm. When we get a big thunderstorm, those people in Paris want her internet to work that's right okay mm-hmm. it controls her phone it, it just controls everything in the house they don't want to hear that we had a, a hurricane right right so if you've got a home office and you think that you want to be in that position we're going to have your call comfort first heating and cooling joel you got the telephone number handy Yes, he memorized. Oh, <laughs> I just got just got that blank look in my face all of a sudden. Uh, it's nine one nine seven 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 one seven seven seven. Oh, you can't forget that. Or you can call eight hundred two seven nine H V A C. And the website for Comfort First is www.yourcomfortfirst.com. Yourcomfortfirst.com nine one nine seven 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 one seven 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 that's right that's good our telephone number is 919-860-9783 we're going to talk with joel and eddie and brock more in the next segment i want to hear more about this aging in place which is my plan here (laughs) 
at <laughs> FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. I, just, I plan to age in place right here in the right here on the radio on WPTF. This is making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. And Saturdays at 2, we talk about your home. Uh, and if you want to talk actually specifically about your home, 919-860-9783 is the telephone number. Next week, Mike and Sue Pale of the Closet Factory. Oh, oh we look forward to the, having yeah. them on the show because they, yep. they always solve my, my storage problems. And by the way, if you have wire shelving in your house, Mike and Sue want to talk to you. <laughs> they say it's time. For you to move up from that terrible wire stuff um, and, and and move around, get a better shelf. You deserve it. Well, Mike and Sue are engineers. They know what they're talking about. I yeah. really enjoy yeah. talking with both of them. And you know all those people who say, well, yeah, you know, something or other factory, but they don't really have a factory? That's right. Mike and Sue have a factory. Yeah, they make their own stuff. When they measure out your cabinets, they're going to measure it out to the micrometer and they are and they are going they are going to have it manufactured in the factory and it's going to fit it's going to look great also the guys from um, streamline services talking about plumbing heating and cooling in studio now Eddie Casanova the kitchen casanova from distinctive remodeling and Joel Worsham of comfort first heating and cooling and honestly I've lost track of who I was going to... Well, I, I have a question for Eddie. So yeah. we were talking about earlier in the show, you know, this aging in place. Inside makes total sense. Yeah. What about aging in place outside? What What about outside pergolas that have steps and I have a grandmother that lives with me and she can't use that? Are you able to do any aging in place outdoors? Yes. And planning is everything with these things. Um I know as you drive around town, you'll see aluminum or wood ramps built on folks' houses right. that, that yeah, had that's to not you. make an emergency yeah. you know, decision. Stand or, out like a sore thumb. Yeah. So we're actually working on, on our forever home and and also built a, a little ranch house for my, uh, for my in-laws on the same property. And we wanted them to be able to get in either floor – you know, in the event that they're in a wheelchair or we're in a wheelchair. you have a three-story house. Yeah. I mean, and we're not making the upstairs accessible, mm-hmm. the the top floor. Yeah. But the main – we have, you know, access that we can roll in on a wheelchair to either level, the basement or the, the main level. And it's, it's a matter – sometimes it takes some effort depending on the lot that you've got. But we can plan those things out. can be done with pavers, can be done with, you know, decking – um, and we try not to design in deck or porch projects extra steps just for aesthetics because they make it a real challenge to get around those right. if somebody's needs to you know be in a wheelchair or something like that. So we try to make things level, easy, accessible in and out of the house and also inside the house. See, my aging in place, if I, you know, have a bunch of rocks outside, I'd have to get those removed and replaced with, like, foam rocks because I'm going to (laughs) fall. That's aging in place for me. For you? Is is make it fall proof in in, in my yard. Right. 
I, I'm telling you that if you have any suspicion that you might have to have a wheelchair, you just go around your house and just imagine it. Okay, those things, you know, and the other part is I'm a wide person. I needed a wide wheelchair. I couldn't even, I'll tell you what I did. I had had foot problems. I had them both in those boots, okay? Mm. And it was just a temporary thing. I put up the wheelchair. I never even bothered taking it out of the car because I couldn't get around in my own house. Mm. Well, and there's, it's not always aging in place. It could be a knee surgery. It could yes. be breaking a leg. could That's be right. a car accident. And I, I heard a story of a guy who had done all this planning, and he put an elevator in that yeah. could hold a wheelchair, but he broke his leg, and his leg had to be s- straight out. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And he oh, no. would get not in the fit in, in the, the elevator. elevator. <laughs> oh, my sense. gosh. So, That's yeah. a tough day right that there. That is a yeah. tough day. <laughs> well, sure. He's, yeah. Well, he's thinking the price of the – you know, when he did that initially and didn't fit – He's thinking the price of the elevator. Yeah, that's like putting in too small of a generator. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's it. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right. Tell me about a too small of a generator. You ever run into somebody who calls you up because somebody else did it? Mm. I've actually uh, been called out two times this past year with two generators uh, that customers spent the money on a on a sixteen kW or a larger generator. Yeah. So the generator was sized accordingly. But whoever installed it at whatever time, they just put what we call an essential circuit panel box in. So instead of a whole home transfer switch and using load management modules, uh, the contractor just put in uh, what I call the six-circuit Lowe's, Lowe's panel yep. that had uh, you know uh, six 20-amp breakers in it. Yeah. And so the generator was well oversized for its for actual usage. Uh, they could have got they could have gotten their well pump on there or their yeah. they could have put their uh their ac on it possibly they probably couldn't have put their heat strips on there but they could add heat pump yep you know right. so there was there was i've been on two of those situations where we didn't have to replace the generator we just kind of you know do some electrical work to kind of tweaking it. yeah well that's your background you don't just do generator i mean you you were you're an electrician you've yeah been, you had your uh, an electric company a while back and, yes. and you've been working with comfort now yeah. for several years yes my background is i've been doing electrical work since i was 16 years old uh you know yeah. father father and own electrical contracting company that uh you know decided to when my dad retired that we, i was going to go and look for something a little, a little bit different and I uh, ended up at Comfort First for yeah. eight years now, and I best decision I ever made. So the moral of the story is if you're going to spend this kind of money, spend it with someone who knows what they're doing Yep, and yes. how they can do it right the first time. There you go. And I hear that if the power does go out and my generator kicks on and I'm not home, you guys know about it? So we offer the service of uh, 24-hour monitoring. Yeah, uh, I have an app on my phone. I also have it hooked up to my laptop that's in my truck. It will actually send not only you uh, an, an alert uh, if there's a fault or if there's a problem with your generator, but it yeah. actually emails me and texts me that your generator has gone down. And what we call this is proactive service instead of reactive service. We want to get that monitoring uh, uh, alert before a power outage. Uh, because we don't yeah. want you to be inconvenienced uh, when that power is out that that generator is not 
not running. So if there's something wrong with the generator, you'll know about it. Yes, sir. Is that a monthly service, an annual service, or is that it's an annual service? It's an annual, it's an service. annual service. You know, we give the first year, uh, you know, free, and then oh, nice. after that, uh, nice. the customer is able to to pick up the service and, and maintain it after their first year. That's right. pretty cool. That's yeah. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling nine one nine seven 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 one seven seven seven. Eddie, give me some contact information for you. We can be reached at nine one nine seven seven two. 3335 or on the web at distinctive what kind of projects are you into now well we have several we've got some kitchen projects that we're finishing up we're trying to figure out how we're going to do my kitchen casanova dinners uh with covid uh, <laughs> as it is so we yeah. may have to postpone those but uh we're also i'm focused on finishing up my in-laws house and getting my house under uh in roughed in for electrical he showed me a picture of the kitchen nice isn't it oh my gosh it's uh what is subway tiles and white cabinets and Mm -hmm. it just pops it did yeah yeah. i'm I'm looking forward to getting to see the final final project there i've I've been to his his property twice now and it's it's great Uh, the the location is great the 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 design I'm, i'm i'm looking forward to seeing that finished result all right. We'll this, have a housewarming party. Yeah, there you go. That's go. Cool. Oh yeah, that'd be great. All right, guys. Eddie Casanova, the Kitchen Casanova Distinctive Remodeling. Again, that number is nine one nine seven seven two three 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 five. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Here's the number there: nine one nine seven 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 one seven seven seven. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. You can find us at triangleradiantbarrier.com or 919-986-8808. See you next week. This is Making Your Home Great.